and Hi. welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to keep the noses of all of your enemies in one jar and let it sit there for a long time. I do it all the time. Like pickles. You good? Yeah, the nose just tastes great today. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Emberlyn. And that's hot. <laughs> My name's Caitlin. And I'm mentally unwell <laughs> because of the show. I know. <laughs> you don't need to tell me. I know. <laughs> Today we are talking about season one of Our Flag Means Death, episode three, A Gentleman Pirate. Yay! Nah. <laughs> Yay! So... Caitlin, yeah. how did the beginning of the episode treat you? Uh, it was fun. It was very fun. Um, well, well, wait, sorry. Backing up. The beginning of the episode. Still fun. But uh, we got the introduction, kind of, of Blackbeard. And um, I just still really appreciate the fact that they never showed his face. Um, yeah. Up until when they did. Because uh, it was very fun. And... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I have to think about the ending. <laughs> uh, no, but I really liked it. And uh, I, I think it was a good um, hook into the rest of the episode to get you to uh, keep watching, which is usually what they want you to do when they make television shows. They want you to keep watching it. Um, but it was really intriguing for me because uh, of his interest in what Steve was doing and like why he's doing it and like how that might um, end up I'm so rambling because I literally just have our prayers stuck in my head right now. It's just constant, like, ah! <laughs> in my head. Uh, no, but I really liked it. I, I liked seeing more of Blackbeard and uh, uh, Izzy's whole situation. And then also the beginning with Steed and Frenchie, um, where Steed's listing off all of the pirates with names. Um, and then Frenchie's just like, Oh, you're talking about yourself. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I still can't write or read, so here's some pictures. <laughs> some very crudely drawn pictures. Yeah, of yeah, that. yeah. And so, because I remember when I first watched that, I was like, "Wait, isn't Lucius the only one who can read?" And then right. when they cut to the pictures, I was like, "This is funny." This poor man. This is good. So I was having a great time. How did it treat you? Good. <laughs> I feel like um, what I like about the very beginning of this episode is like. And honestly, this first couple of episodes where you see Blackbeard taking an interest mm-hmm. in Steed in general is, like, you don't really know why. Yeah. You're kind of just like, oh, like, he thinks he's, like, maybe a threat or, like, he just, like, wants to prey on him because he's easy, easy prey. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to tell. So, going in, I was wondering, like, oh, like, how is Blackbeard going to cause trouble for the crew? Like, it seems like this could be, like, a villain for him. Yeah. And <laughs> it it really, like, is super interesting. Um, it also, with this first couple of scenes comes the production of one of my favorite lines, fucking Steed Bonnet. <laughs> stupid fucking Steed Bonnet. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, stupid fucking Steed Bonnet. Yeah. Like, that really gets me. because Not just because I feel like, and I started to kind of hint at this last episode, but Con O'Neill is incredible. I feel like his delivery mm-hmm. um, in pretty much every episode <laughs> that he's in yeah. is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just am so glad that it seems like he's really getting his flowers with this show. 
I really, I, I really enjoyed him in Chernobyl, and going back and watching Chernobyl after seeing this character makes his character <laughs> in Chernobyl just, like, funnier. Like, it's not, like, I don't want to reduce, like, all of his roles to this one role he's played. But, like, it's so funny. But when I look back, I'm like, God, what a calamity. <laughs> like, he's really something. Issues. He's really something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then also, I feel like I never noticed this, and I can't believe I never noticed this in past seasons. Yeah. But like Taika Waititi has such a great voice. Yeah. Like he's just got like a really low, deep voice. So when he first came on on screen, I got, um, as they say in um, a lot of uh, problematic true crime podcasts, full body chills. Full body. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I realized it was Taika Waititi when I first watched this. Yeah, like I mean, until the end of the episode, I was just like, "Who that guy? Who that?" <laughs> like the only involvement I thought he had of the show was directing because he directed the first episode, right? And I was just like, "Oh, cool!" And he's an executive producer. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. He's involved right. in that. I like all the rest right. of this stuff. I'll but keep he, watching." Yeah, but he's not just an executive there producer. He and he's not just a director. He's a hottie, hot hottie. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> hmm. Did you have a favorite part from episode three, Caitlin? Um, I. Well, for I had two. Um, one that is uh, was my favorite part on like a rewatch, but my first one is Steve's entrance into Spanish Jackie's bar mm-hmm. um, because it's just so theater kid of him to have. Not only did they like have this whole grand entrance, but they like rehearsed it too mm-hmm. <laughs> beforehand, and uh, like him like mouthing all the words that Lucius is saying, <laughs> and also just forcing Lucius to make this grand gesture to him. <laughs> And just the, like, I always, like, it's one of his, one of the lines I always quote all the time is, hi, all. Hi, all. It's, <laughs> it's such just a good so one. good. It's so funny. It, I feel like it's just, like, so steed uh, to, like, come in and just start rhyming and have, like, this whole, like, like basically monologue to introduce himself. Yeah. And he's just, like... He's out here having a good time, but he still doesn't quite know how to read the room. Yeah. Which I think is really fun of him. It is uh, super fun. So uh, I really enjoyed that. But then my other scene that I really liked was um, later on when Izzy goes back to Blackbeard's ship and he tells him that Steed is not interested in meeting. Right. And Blackbeard's like, well, you told him who I am, right? And Izzy's like, yeah. I totally did. <laughs> I yeah. did that. And then he told you to go suck eggs in hell. Let's go kill him is basically what Izzy wants, which right. I just think is so funny because it's just a complete lie. Yeah. He never once, like, said Blackbeard's name at all. He just said, my captain wants a word with you. Right. And I just think that the consequences of those actions are really funny for him. They are. <laughs> they are. Because he's trying to reduce things. He's already jumping yeah. the gun, trying to... It's like, all right, let's get this over with. I don't know why we're up after this guy, but this is stupid. Yeah. Um, and it just keeps blowing up in his face. <laughs> I, he creates his own problems, and it's so funny. He's so stressed. He's so stressed. <laughs> was that your hook, too? Yeah, I kind of was. Like, well, my hook was more of, um, like, getting to know more about Blackbeard, but um, I also just liked the introduction of Spanish Jackie and... I can't remember his name, but Fred Armisen. <laughs> so I think having Fred Armisen and Leslie Jones in it was also, I remember watching going like, hey, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I thought it was cool they were in this. Like, I didn't expect like any, like, not that like Reese Darby isn't a big name or Con O'Neill or Taika Waititi, but like, 
bigger names like to me that I see also like Fred Armisen and Leslie Jones are obviously huge in SNL right and um I watch a lot of like Fred Armisen stuff too so like I was like oh hey I know these people like I'm familiar with them I wasn't expecting them to show up in the show so I thought that was really cool it's funny to me because I heard somewhere I don't remember where it might have even been like a post online or something yeah that Fred Armisen will just do anything like if you give him a gig he'll just do it like yeah I mean that tracks I've seen like <laughs> pictures of him like DJing under a highway in LA like I saw that too I feel yeah. like that well, it must have been something like that but like that just makes it all the more funny because yeah. now and it's it's super common now <laughs> And I'm going to be so specific in a second here. So you think I'm going to say something. It's super common for people to have celebrity. It's super common for Fred Armisen to show up. It is. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Like in Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, he slayed to be, to be, so, to be so for 10 real. 10 out of 10. But like. Because I had to keep asking myself, is that Fred Armisen? Yeah. <laughs> but he, it worked, he worked that character. And honestly, yeah. and, he, and here too, like, he's probably going to be one of the characters that sticks out for me when we talk about that later. Because. Yeah. He just kind of like brings this energy to this episode that mm-hmm. is so weird, and his his delivery is so funny. Yeah, and I don't know why it's funny. It just, it just is. It just um, is. <laughs> he just, I mean, it reminds me like a lot. I've ever seen Portlandia, but yeah. like he in that show, I don't know how, but he always just like lands everything in a way that I don't think I personally would have. Like, it's like a very specific thing too it's like how yeah. chris fleming talks it's super niche yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's super niche but super funny so i yeah. really appreciated him being in this episode it was fun um i have to say i think my favorite part this is a hard one but i think anything involving spanish jackie yeah. really got me going i love that. um because she just has such, like i think leslie jones first of all is amazing like if you ever saw her bits on weekend update mm-hmm. she's so funny she's like she always she's another person that just lands every line and like just does a great job i really hope we see more of her in season two i do too uh, i really do because i feel like this was one of the best roles i've seen leslie jones in uh-huh. because i felt like more of like not that like she isn't funny but just like the the fact that she's has like her own character yeah and it's not just like yeah, like I want to see her more as a character actor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. She's so good. At She's this. so funny. Um, but that wasn't my favorite part. Okay. Um, so I feel like usually I start this up these episodes by kind of sharing where we are. So yeah. Um, this episode, uh, the the crew has gone to the Republic of Pirates, mm-hmm. um, to uh hopefully sell their remaining English hostage, and in the process they encounter some hijinks. For example, Jim. Um, meeting a Spanish Jackie who mm-hmm. um, they killed one of the husbands of um, one of uh, Jackie's 20 husbands 19 now um, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. that husband R.I.P. to Jackie's 20th husband you would have loved Taylor Swift's Midnights yes um, so <laughs> why? I don't think I have to explain myself who doesn't? Um, so ultimately um, one of Jackie's husbands is played by Fred Armisen, and Fred Armisen is like, hey, I know somebody who'd like to buy this guy, take them to a Spanish warship, where it turns out the Spanish army is. Um, so he gets uh, captured, gets the knife turned in his poor little body, mm-hmm. and um, is set up to be hanged, um, only for uh, none other than Blackbeard himself to swoop in, yep. which is the big reveal, and why I'm wearing my Kraken uh, earrings today zoom in uh, we, we briefly turn into like a, like a home shopping network yeah you can get these you do, do the thing where like you hold it up to like them yeah does that look ASMR no. um, just for you giving nothing <laughs> give us nothing um, but that had to be my favorite scene where they first 
meet each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to say, you know what, I, I want to say lay eyes on each other, but it doesn't feel like it's time to insert that type of language yet. Yeah. But though, it, yes, it does. Um, <laughs> because, um, again, I think that the uh, music uh, editors for this show do a phenomenal job yeah. of bringing in music that I think is kind of niche, but also works so well. Yeah. Um, not to say the Beach Boys is niche. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> um, but, like, when our prayer starts and they both look at each other, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's like, it truly is like. It's angelic. It's, yeah, it's like love at first sight, you know? Even yeah. if it was platonic, like, yeah. let's say it is, I feel like it's like if, if we didn't know each other and we saw each other one day, I feel like that song would play. <laughs> and I'm a podcast, you know? Yay! But like, that's, I think there's just, it's like a really defining moment in the show. I feel like for yeah. me, it's kind of where the show kind of flips on its side. Yeah, 100%. And shows you something a little different. Because I feel like in that moment, you can see a connection in a way. Cause yeah. It's, these, it's this, this one person who has such a big name in piracy. Right. Who Steed, maybe not isn't necessarily trying to emulate, but like he wants to be like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe not exactly the same, but like he wants he that wants legacy. That legacy. Yeah. And for them to finally meet, I've, it definitely is the turning point for this series because you're like, oh, what's this? What's going to happen here? Yeah. Because it doesn't at all seem threatening at all. Like, right. I, like I feel like up until this point, you're led up, you're led to believe that. Blackbeard is here to mess things up for the revenge and Steed and everything. Right. But, like, he ultimately saves him, and then he just looks so intrigued by him. And, like, you, he's already so intrigued by him throughout, like, like in the beginning when he's just, like, he knows who I am, and still he said he no. Yeah, it's humbling Gotta meet him. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's just like, okay, this hasn't happened before. Yeah. What's going on? So it's I, new. It's so new, and that's what I, I love about... Um, that scene as well yeah it's got everything it's got everything so did you have any like favorite quotes i have a lot of them um as usual but what but like that's it but to that point i want to acknowledge that this episode i think is like if if the last if the first episode was just kind of showing us who these people are yeah the second episode was just like leaning a lot on jokes this one's leaning a lot this one's leaning a lot on like banger lines it really is um although a lot of my selection is just comedic (laughs) yeah uh, like I wrote down, uh, check out this fabulous booty I'm walking. Yeah, <laughs> because I think it's funny. Yeah, and also I it's just one of those like quotable quotes. That it just is like, man for sale. Man for sale is another one. Yeah, well sussed is a good one. Yep, I've got that on my list. <laughs> my favorite, com- one of my favorites, also comes from Lucius when uh, Steed walks in on him, Jim, and all one day. And they were all fighting, mm-hmm. um, but he's all sweaty because he was locked in a crate because of Jim. Yeah, and uh, he he's uh, Steed goes, why are you so sweaty? And he's like, uh, we were exercising because we want our bodies to, to be, be smaller. Small. Everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just a delivery. So, it's the delivery is great. We could have made magic. We could have made good magic. One, That's which a good I, one. if I remember correctly, was improvised by the actor who plays that guy. Iconic, truly. Um, which is great. That's such a good one. Um, another one I say all the time is my noses. Yeah, yeah, my noses. <laughs> also, another one just for that wonderful Kiwi accent is whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> she's, she's not this accent, but no. But so it's, it's about how he it, says it. Whatever. I don't care. I deeply appreciate it, truly. 
Yeah, I think Heil is definitely another one of mine. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I wrote down pretty much all of yours. Another one that gets me, I think it's Frenchie, that says, it's a bit gentrified, but it's still got the, it's still the Republic of Pirates. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's so funny. It is like, so funny. My question is like, how was it gentrified? Yeah. Uh, are there like, like like high rises there now there's like a coffee shop <laughs> yeah. they sell like um, oh, there's a gift shop apparently yeah there's a gift yeah. shop that's right are they selling like matcha lattes yeah. like that's so funny to me oh so good um there's some nice crispy bits there yep that's a good one again the cannibalism from button the cannibalism Iconic. that could be bad for the general vibe around here yep it's such a funny i think one of my favorite lines are the ones where it's like they're clearly like in a different they're, they're, it's like the 1700s 1600s it's like yeah it's a bit anachronistic which yeah, i really like it is it's like oh by the way it, it could be bad for the general vibe around here yeah um, speaking of bad vibes yeah yeah um i think that's my favorite niche is like when you have something set in like a like like decades and decades ago but you yeah. use like modern lingo i don't know why that's it's funny great to me. i think it's funny it's so funny <laughs> it's like if you saw somebody in like a in a full victorian garb and they were just like haha Bitches, I don't know. I, all of a sudden, every phrase that Gen Z I, well, has ever made up. Well, I immediately went to the Netflix's Persuasion, and how, how horrible of an example that was for that. But, like, if you're doing it comedically, it's fine. But if you're trying to adapt Jane Austen, yeah, if you're just trying to be, if you're trying to don't. be, it's because there's a difference between making jokes about the modern like with modern language and just trying really hard to be relevant like because one's kind of quirky and fun and the other's like quirky in a bad way yes. quirky in like a i'm quirky way you yeah. know so no <laughs> um the drinks are on us when yeah. steve says that and then um lucius gets splashed with wine <laughs> that gets me like that's hilarious and then of course and I, this one's got to be my favorite oh no no okay i've got two no, I've got three. Okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, um, Ghost Suck Eggs in Hell is such a ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I use it all the time. Whenever something happens to me in life, I say it. I'm like, Ghost Suck Eggs. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. I'm even going to say I can't even say it again. <laughs> um, uh, well, I've got bad for news for you, genital pirate. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Like, she Leslie's delivery. Um, and then, of course, Kick Rocks Freak. Um, rocks that's also hilarious that's like right up there with like eat glass yeah. like that's so funny it is like, good the, whoever i say whoever writes these like i don't know like i'm really <laughs> invested in this but i just think that the care that's put into writing something like this it's just like everything's so <laughs> fucking funny yeah yeah it's good um i thought of another one that i really liked uh when they're trying to figure out where what like what to do with the um with a remaining hostage, mm-hmm. and they mentioned the Republic of Pirates and Button's like monologues about it and how like dark of a place of it is, whatever. But yeah. he like kind of turns off to the side and like says uh, this all, yeah. and then Steve just goes, "Well, one can only assume that he's talking to us. If in that case, wow, in that case, <laughs> like, wow." Like, I think that's so funny because it kind of it's almost like a not like a fourth wall break per yeah. se but it's like clearly like one of those moments where like in like another show it'd yeah. be like this person is monologuing and it's deep and no one would usually acknowledge it they would right. just probably just cut to the next scene right where steve genuinely asked a question and <laughs> buttons decided to make it all deep and dramatic yeah. and it's like cool no it is right <laughs> like, let's go exactly i think Actually, maybe I have a game for us. Um, I think what I like about this show so much, and that I think we're kind of acknowledging here, um, is that uh, the comedy is its own, it's its own um, genre. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's its own, but but it's its own unique genre. Yeah. And by that I mean there's something very non Marvel movie about it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and what I want us to do is to look back on what thing how things could have been, um, mm. and how grateful we are that it's not that way yeah. by revisiting some of those niches. Yeah. So even if it takes a while, I want us to sit here and go back and forth. Uh, and just come up with niche things that happen in Marvel movies as jokes until we run out. And whoever oh God. whoever stops first uh, loses. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start. Okay. All right. See, all you have to do is take the jibber-jabber and move it into the flex capacitor. English, please. English, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't stand this guy. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this is hard. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard. Um, where have you two been? Uh, uh the school. The gym. The school. Uh, uh, we went to school and then the, the gym. gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one would know. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, something where somebody's boobs come out and fall into someone else's face. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. It happens a lot. Um... I genuinely don't remember a single thing from a Marvel movie. I thought that was going to be a quote. Like, you were saying that's something that happens. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't. Like, it's all, like, a just a big mesh. That's the problem. After yeah. a while, it just feels like you're throwing Toys R Us toys into a bag and shaking it around and yes. then throwing it at Thank the American public. Thank God this is a Marvel movie, and it's actually really well written. Yes, gratitude. Yay! Moment of gratitude. What are your standout characters? Do you have any standout characters in this episode? Yeah, Lucius was so funny to watch yeah, in this episode. I mean, like, I, I know it's the obvious choice, but, like, even just watching him in the background of scenes, his facial expressions it's so funny. are so funny. When he, like, when they learn that they're drinking out of the nose jar, and he's just consistently in the background during Steed and Izzy's conversations going... Yeah, just spitting and <laughs> gagging, yeah. Spitting, and then just, like, the constant worry, and then just, like him just being like I do not want to be here don't make me go yeah and when Steve's like when they find out like Spanish Jackie's place is like a little bit scary and he's like yeah. a little bit scary I'm just gonna go back to the ship then yes. like I'm not gonna do that his delivery of like please help me and walking one of my favorites yes <laughs> so good um I love that we find out that he was a pickpocket or he was a pickpocket yeah at one point. I hope that comes back um again. I do too because he uh you see him I, n- I didn't catch it like the first time watching it but like I remember when I finally saw him like slip past uh Spanish Jackie and like grab the knife right um and give it back to Jim and then when um he's just like yeah I used to be a pickpocket back in the day it was not cute <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I also just like his awareness of like um, of Jim and like when he like yeah. walk, he knocks on Olu Olandes and Jim's door and he's just like, "Hi guys, um, or uh, hi, uh, man and lady or uh, man and person." Uh, he's just he's trying to just say the right thing. Yeah, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I also just like that when Jim kisses him, he's just like, "What are you weird about suddenly into Jim?" I know. <laughs> like, he's just I like know. so into it. I love that the tone uses too because it's definitely one of those mischievous tones and you're kind of like yeah you're like you're like out at a bar and you've had too many drinks and you look at your friend and you're like should we kiss right now yeah like would it be weird it's one of those little mischievous things i love it yeah he's just i can't he was just so fun to watch because he was also like in complete distress but also so done with steed yeah like at one point like like when um steed was just like balls for days and lucius is just (laughs) looking at him like yeah, like, Are you kidding sir, me? <laughs> like, get, come on. <laughs> so good. So good. How, what was yours? I, I love Lucius. I think, 
I really think it's a tie for me between Spanish Jackie mm. and her 19th husband. <laughs> yeah. um, I just, I feel like Fred Armisen and uh, Leslie Jones, as I said before, kind of like gave their all to this episode. Yeah. They both just, even if they were one-off characters, kind of, they really stuck out to me, like to the point where I'm, when they came back again later in the season, mm-hmm. um, I really looked forward to seeing them again. Yeah. And I will kill someone for more Spanish Jackie. Yeah. Anyone. And then, even though he didn't say much, but I don't think he had to um, in this episode, I think uh, Blackbeard yeah. uh, really um, put his whole pussy into his like, one scene. <laughs> put his whole blissy, I don't know. Um, <laughs> because there's just like a, general, like a general aura. First of all, my question is, one of two questions I have so far in terms of like the, yeah. not in terms of continuity so much, but like the logistics. First of all, how do you think he actually who blew the smoke rings or were they cgi or does he actually know how to do that and why is it that when i do that on my back porch on a saturday night after a particularly wrong hard day of work i can't um i would say he did do that i wouldn't put it past him to be able to um uh you might just need to practice i guess i'll try again then um (laughs) And then the second one is not so much related to this episode, but like the first episode where when Steed is reading to the crew at night, yeah. um, the seagull um, is perched on Buttons' head. Um, how do you train a seagull to do that? I don't know, because I thought you were just like, how did he do that? I'm like, well, he's a trained seagull. <laughs> like, well, I, how do you train a seagull? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, I think he might have been like on like a little leash thing. That could be fun. Because you can't just have them, like, flying around the set and everything. Why not? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't don't know. Um, If anyone happens to be a seagull trainer, please let us know in the comments. I want to know. I could probably Google it, but meh. Imagine that being your job. You just get up every morning, you're like, honey, I gotta go back to set. I gotta train that seagull. Maybe there's, like, a McDonald's fry, like, secretly hidden. Mm, they do go bongo-bangle for those, don't they? They do. I just made up that adjective. <laughs> Bingo-boingo. <laughs> um, no, bongo-bango. Oh, we Come changed on. it. We yeah, changed keep, it. Keep up. Um, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> oh, also, and this is just, like, a, like a honorable mention, um, yeah. one of the reasons that I think um, Fred Armisen uh, won me over is when uh, Jim spits on him. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm actually super into that, so thanks. Thanks. Like, the delivery is so spot on. I also, like, she's Spanish Jackie. The love of my life. life. (laughs) Like, it's so dramatic. Because also, like, Jackie probably thinks of her, of him as just, like, one of her 19 Yeah, like, she does not give a shit about him, but he's just like, that's the love of my life. girl. (laughs) It's, like, the definition of, like, um, like, girl who's not super into her boyfriend and guy yeah. who's, like, obsessed. So, mm-hmm. it's very funny. It's great. It makes me it makes me laugh. <laughs> Caitlin. Yeah. I know we kind of got into this already, but I think it's it's worth it to rehash. Yeah. Uh, well, how did the end treat you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Again, we've watched this show, like, eight million times. Uh, I still get emotional at the end. Um, which is funny because obviously in the first viewing, I don't think I was emotional. I was more just like, what's all this then? What's what's all this then? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, there was that. And then, but like every time since it's cause it's just like, this is the first time we met. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. It's like watching your parents' wedding video. Yeah, and it's it was it's just a lot, and it's just also so beautiful. I think it's one of like my favorite entrances of a character ever, mm-hmm. of just like the slowly like out of focus and then he comes into focus and then just the camera pan yeah. that um, really just helps the female gaze I feel like because if it was a woman we would have gotten that like you know how they do like the like the pan up of the oh camera. yeah it was nice to get that the big gun yeah mm. yeah um, wee woo I also just just like just something about him just like putting his hair out of his face, mm-hmm. just like yeah. nice touch, yeah. and just just the whole like I feel like he must have rehearsed it like the gentleman pirate I presume yeah <laughs> he's like yeah gotta make myself look cool sitting in, in the ship yeah <laughs> yeah the gentleman <laughs> pirate <laughs> <laughs> when you want someone to fuck you so bad <laughs> that you just rehearse what you're gonna say to them in the mirror. Can you imagine if he showed up there and, like, fucked it up? Like, yeah. like just the genital pirate. Damn it! He's just, like, he goes, remember, like, like, imagine, like, you're, Steve, you're dying. Uh-huh. And I'm just, nice. like, the, uh-huh. the ch- Oh, I want to fuck him so bad. <laughs> Cheers, my dudes. Steve's just like, I'm hallucinating. Mm. He used his, like, Steve's new title, The Gentleman Pirate. Yeah. And Steve was just like, oh, you've heard of me. Yeah. That's super validating. Yeah. And, and, just, yeah. and, like, I think one of my favorite parts of the scene is, um, like, right when our prayer kicks in, like, you see Steve smile. Like, mm-hmm. this man got gut stabbed and hanged. Right. And he's just like, this is the greatest day of my fucking life. Yeah, the pleasure in his face. I get it. What I will say is there's a part of me that's surprised that there's like a slow burn element of their dynamic. Yeah. Um, because if that happened to me, mm-hmm. I would, I'd be climbing that man like a tree so fast. <laughs> it doesn't matter what state I'm in. It doesn't matter if I'd just been nearly asphyxiated to death. I'd be up there like the boomafoo, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You kicked me to tell me you just lie there and smile? Get help! <laughs> Get- like, talk about big dick energy to just lie there on the ground and not want to literally get up there. Not like, <laughs> talk about, talk about a nice ladder. Like, hello? Um, <laughs> woo, zooey mama. <laughs> yeah, valid point. <laughs> so I think, I think just for the sake of um, us going to bed at a normal time, Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we can we can uh, close our episode. Um, <laughs> I've been watching way too much uh, moves by Nicole. Moves by Nicole. I think we can end with our tier list. Um, yeah, let's go. Tell us the tiers. All right, once again, top tier. I ate all my house's drywall and the accompanying nails. Mentally ill, affectionate, neutral. Like my pH levels. Mentally made me mentally ill. Boating and then Riverdale Core. Riverdale Core. Where'd you rate it? Um, I this one's hard for me because I do think it's like really unique and fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, like it doesn't make my breasts tighten <laughs> the way that okay, okay Sarah J. Boss. <laughs> the way that um <laughs> other things in my life have. Um, so I'm going to say that this one made me mentally ill foreboding. Ooh, really? Ooh. Not 
not because I didn't like it. Okay. Um, but just because when I think about our prayer, I am a danger of spontaneously combusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a fun mentally ill, you know? It's, yeah. I will say, like, this is my pitch. It's not a fun mentally ill. Like, there's later episodes where I'm like, we I'm having a great time. Tears yeah. down my face. This one's more like, ooh, I feel cursed. I feel like a sea witch cursed me. <laughs> yeah. And I feel sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Eh, yeah. So. Nice. Aubrey Boo? I, I was going to say mentally ill affectionate. Um, and I think I'll stick with it. Because, okay, yeah. like, for the same reasons that you're mentally ill foreboding. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I just think it's funny yeah. to go around your house going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's like, everyone needs like a guttural scream sometimes, and that's mine. I think there's some episodes that, uh, later on, that make me feel like mentally ill foreboding. Yeah. Um, and like the, oh God, <laughs> like way, where this one is just like, mm-hmm. here we go! <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's starting, so it's like, it's like the beginning of everything. Yeah. And that's what I look forward to. Me too. And so, I, and I love um watching people's like first meeting like right. after having already seen everything right and um that's why it's mentally ill affectionate for me can i tell you why i feel the way i do i'm okay. not trying to convince you i respect your opinion um okay. but simply because i didn't earlier um <laughs> i don't think uh but there's two there's two key parts of this that make me feel that way the first is the um how the camera circles when steed is getting um, is like asphyxiating. Yeah. Um, the second is a part of that, and that's how he flashes back to Mary and the children. And yeah. in that specific scene, the table he moves further away um, from them, like the table lengthens, uh, which really fucks me up a little bit. Um, it's like because there's a wide zoom that happens, and when the wide zoom happens, it makes him look further away, like he's he's panning out. You know what I mean? Um, and it's almost like him dying. Uh, which is very sad uh, and does make me feel like I could maybe die. Um, uh, maybe this just makes me mentally ill. <laughs> maybe it's a neutral feeling. You know, we all have different me- mental illness feelings in our tummies. So yeah. um, I think it's okay. Before we recorded, we were both doing something separate, and like I asked a question and she answered, and there was a pause, and we both immediately just went. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing great. So good. So good. Yeah, definitely don't need to go talk to my therapist Dana about this one. <laughs> hey, um, before we wrap up, should we check in with our damned man? Do you think he'll make an appearance this episode? I sure hope so. Gosh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he looked up like. Oh no. Maybe maybe in the same way that this is a Blackbeard reveal, this is also the reveal. It's of a damned man. Alright, it's time for the big reveal. Bus driver! Move that bus! Yay! He's trying to kill me back here. Oh! I wonder why. Yeah, he is. He's damned alright. Yeah. He hates us. Anyway, that was our dan our damned manny. That's our damned manny. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this week for episode three of Our Flag Means Death. Tune in next week when we review a discomfort in a married state. 